Hey, and welcome back to the Local 636 Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Akers. Before we get to our guest today, we've got a couple housekeeping things. If you're still not subscribed to this podcast, what are you waiting for? Do it. If you're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever other platform, there's either a subscribe or a follow button. Check in one of the corners. I don't know. It's there somewhere. But that's going to make sure that you get all the latest episodes of this podcast, which you're going to want. We're going to be coming out with some good information, some good stuff. I know I've been teasing that for a couple weeks. This is the episode where you're going to find out what that means. Finally, I'm going to tell you a story first. So I'm going to make you sit through some stuff. So uh, just be patient. If you are, I guess you could fast forward to the beginning, but you know, you're going to want to listen to this. Um, socials, Facebook, Instagram, we have a Facebook group. It's all local 636. Okay. On Instagram, I think it's local.636. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you're in the Facebook group. There's a lot of chatter, a lot of good stuff. Um, and a lot of just kind of what's going on in St. Charles County, what we're doing. It's also where we're going to be kind of releasing our stuff and information and news through that channel. So like subscribe, follow, do all those things. My guest this week is me. Um, I started this podcast because I love stories and, you know, as a local business owner, everyone's got a story and even not a business owner, everyone's got a story. Um, but, uh, I I love stories and I just find people so interesting and how they started. And, you know, for most people, most of the guests I've had on this podcast, it seems like what started out as a little passion project or side project for them, uh, has turned into a business that they run and that they're, you know, successful at. And uh, it's just really cool to see that. And, a similar thing has happened to me through doing this podcast. So I wanted to tell you the story about that because, you know, people ask all the time about the podcast and kind of what is it. And um, so I'm going to lay that out for you, uh, lay out the vision and the plan for Local 636, uh, and then you'll have all the answers and you'll be excited, hopefully. Um, so again, I started this podcast out of um, just needing something creative to do, you know, just just wanting to do stuff and Again, loving people and uh, loving St. Charles, I thought that was a good combo. My wife, Leah, actually had the idea to talk to local business owners. Um, and so that's kind of how this started. But my, my St. Charles story is kind of the same as this local 636 story. So uh, I grew up in Hazelwood. I went to Hazelwood West. I went away to college in Mississippi. When I moved back home, I actually moved back to Hazelwood to live with my um, parents for a little bit. But when I moved back home in 2004... Uh, everyone I knew had moved to St. Charles, St. Charles city, St. Charles, St. Charles County, St. Peter's O'Fallon, Wentzville, almost everyone I was friends with lived in St. Charles. So I was kind of like, okay, well, I guess I'll, that's where I'll, you know, settle down since everyone I know is out there and I'll find a job and, uh, and do all that. So, uh, I had been a St. Charles resident, um, lived out here, worked out here, was just a normal, you know, normal citizen, uh, about 11 years ago. I had an opportunity to start a farmer's insurance agency, which I did. Um, and let me scoot back, actually. We, we moved to Frenchtown um, when my wife found this house in Frenchtown. I didn't know what Frenchtown was. I'd been to Main Street, of course, because I was 22, 23, whatever. And so everyone's been to Main Street. But I'd never heard of Frenchtown. I couldn't find Second Street on a map, even though I'd been on Main Street. Um, you know how those nights go. Uh, but we find this little house in Frenchtown um, my wife has this amazing vision for it because it was nothing to look at inside or outside. Uh, but she had this amazing vision and, um, we just kind of instantly fell in love with years neighbors. It's just such a great community and neighbors are friendly. And, you know, the first time we looked at the house before we even owned it, we were in like two of the neighbor's houses, 
and they were just kind of showing us their house and that's kind of the thing to do in Frenchtown. But, uh, in that I, I, you know, while we lived there, I had this opportunity to start my, my farmer's insurance agency. And, you know, by that time we had lived there for a couple of years and I thought, man, I, I want my business on second street. This is a cool street. Frenchtown's a cool area. I think something cool could happen here. There's been revitalization efforts in Frenchtown going back. I mean, 30 years that I know of and probably more, but you know, when I lived there, there were stories from neighbors about, yeah, we've been trying to do this and trying to do this. And so I thought I'll put my office there. It'll be a chance to be in the community and maybe do some cool things. And, um, you know, it'll be kind of like a hub. I, I even remember telling people that, like, I want my office to be a place where people can just stop in and get a cup of coffee and, and hang out and chat because it isn't a, a commercial, you know, business area. Um, and so, you know, and my office is still there, obviously, but, uh, but in that time being there, I really just fell in love with Frenchtown more and had seen businesses come and go. Um, but you know, everyone that visited my office, everyone that was in Frenchtown always talked about the potential and what this could be and, you know, had visions, had plans and, uh, it was cool to just kind of share those ideas and, you know, you try to do stuff. It, it's hard as a, as a small business owner, especially with insurance, um, to do stuff that I thought would be cool. Uh, but we tried, you know, the 4th of July parade comes down right in front of my office. And so about five years ago, we walked down there and just me and some neighbors and, uh, and sat on the porch there in my office and watched the parade. And, and that actually kind of grew and grew. And now it's, it's a, it's a pretty big party. We normally have about 150 to 200 people there at 4th of July, uh, gather in front of my office and we do kind of a pop-up bar and we do, you know, live printing of t-shirts and, family friendly. It's a, it's a super fun time. So, you know, those kind of the efforts were, were all that I could do. Um, until one fateful day, I remember, uh, we were at Shamrocks, the older location. Uh, this was after a vision leadership day, or it was a vision happy hour or something. It might've been a chamber happy hour. Either way, Scott Tate, I remember him grabbing me and saying, Hey, you live in Frenchtown, right? Yeah. He said, I always thought it would be cool to, to do something down there. I always thought that area was prime for something. And I thought, yeah, me too. I told him, me too. And, you know, I didn't know Scott super well at the time, but what I knew is with who Scott was and with Scott's vision, this was someone to team up with and to really try to make something happen. Um, he mentioned bringing in Susan Sams. Of course, she owns with her husband, Sams Carpet Cleaning in Frenchtown. And so I believe she was also there that night and we got together and kind of had our first uh, unofficial meeting of the Frenchtown Revitalization Committee that night right there at Shamrocks. Uh, we talked about visions and plans and what we could do and who we could get to team up with, uh, what kind of businesses could go in Frenchtown, connections, how to do it, all that kind of stuff. Um, we actually started meeting regularly, the three of us. We just started meeting weekly and and, uh, you know, gosh, how do you eat an elephant, but one bite at a time, right? So the three of us would meet, we would talk about all that same stuff. We would make plans. We'd make a little progress. Uh, we would invite people. Eventually we grew our group to a, about 20 people, um, meeting regularly, um, going through city ordinances, talking about what we could really do to change Frenchtown and, and to, and to make it cool again. Not that it wasn't cool. It was cool, but you know to make Frenchtown cool. Um, we even elected positions. We had a president, a vice president, a treasurer. Um, we had meeting minutes. We voted on things. 
uh, our group got enough traction that the city of St. Charles actually got involved and started attending our meetings. Some council people started attending our meetings. Um, the mayor would pop in. Mayor Faith was in office at the time. She would pop in. We had city engineers at our meeting. Um, we had PR at our meeting. Um, we had people that were in a position to make changes and people that knew how to word what we wanted to do, um, how to get that done. We had those people that worked for the city coming to our meetings. Um, we eventually, again, had gone through all these codes, all these ordinances, um, and we had just kind of revised them to what we thought would be good for Frenchtown. Uh, not officially, just in our meeting, just kind of making notes and, and going through and discussing line by line these ordinances and does this make sense to have this? Do we want this? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, about that time, there was a, a mayoral election and uh, Mayor Dan Borgmeyer was elected. Uh, Dan came in and was totally, I think even before, and I don't think I know, before Dan kind of had this vision of, of Frenchtown and what it could be also. And so it was kind of good timing for that. Um, he came in, gave us some suggestions on our, on our revitalization group, actually took it down to a task force, which was probably a good idea. We had, again, we had 20 people in there. Uh, that was probably too many people to make decisions. Uh, we whittled it back down to the original three, which was myself, Scott Tate, and Susan Sams. Uh, and we would continue to meet with the mayor actually got to a point where I went, we went, I spoke at the city council meeting and we got several laws and ordinances changed, uh, in order to make it easier to do business in Frenchtown and to make it more accessible. Uh, and that was a, that was a huge thing. That was a, a very cool day, uh, for me and for us and for Frenchtown. And, uh, it was just really cool to see again, what that small spark, uh, can do. Just Scott Tate grabbing me and Susan at a happy hour, you know, turned into action, turned into laws and ordinances being changed to make it more business friendly in Frenchtown. Um, we continued to meet, um, again, Mayor Dan had kind of his own visions and had already had stuff in the work and in the works. And of course, being mayor, um, and having a lot more power than, you know, than Joe citizen, um, Dan started to implement his own things, which was great. Um, and he, he still is doing that, but Dan really kind of took that by the reins. And, um, again, it wasn't anything that we had done. He kind of already had his own vision and so it, it lined up. And so it made sense for him to, to continue to do that. Uh, and then March of 2020 came and, uh, don't have to tell you what that means, but it brought our meetings to a halt. Obviously, um, we stopped meeting and, you know, if you remember back then, it, it wasn't just like, well, let's meet and wear masks or let's meet virtually or let's do this. It was, we just kind of stopped meeting. Um, and to, you know, to no one's fault, it, it just happened or whatever. Um, but that happened and, and you know, the progress, uh, it, it kept moving. Frenchtown kept moving and, uh, Dan had, had put people in place and had, had taken these measures to ensure that this progress had started. And so, you know, we weren't, really needed, which was a good thing. I mean, that's, you know, the revitalization committee or the task force is not supposed to be a permanent thing. And, uh, it, it kind of ended there and, uh, and it was good and it was in good, great hands and still is, um, at the same time running concurrent to those events, 
there's this uh, creative agency in Frenchtown called Public Art Company. Um, and why am I telling you this? Again, this is part of the local 636 story and kind of how, how all this happened and came about. But when March of 2020 hit, when the pandemic hit, uh, the guys at Public Art, Dustin Bryson, Jordan Muller, shout out, big props to them, um, started Local 636. They started this brand called Local 636 and what they had, and I never remember if it was $10 or a free shirt, but what, if you brought in a receipt from a St. Charles business, whether it was a coffee shop or a bar or a retail spot, if you brought in your receipt showing you had done business in St. Charles County, they would give you, and again, if it was $10 off of a shirt or a free shirt, they would give you this local 636 branded shirt, which same logo that you've seen, um, you know, they, again, they're a creative agency. So they came up with a, a ton of cool logos and colors and designs, and were able to put that on shirts, cool looking shirts that people wanted. And so that's how local 636 started is, as a, a vision of, of public art company wanting to supplement, you know, and, and boost up the economy in St. Charles County in a time where it needed boosting up. Um, and so they started that and, and kind of continued to do it. It morphed as, as businesses do and as things do, it, it kind of morphed over time um, and changed and they had new logos and, and maybe some different missions. Um, and they were, you know, steady doing that. Um, again, kind of running concurrent with that, I, I well, Leah had this idea that I do a podcast. I wanted to do something. She had the idea of, of doing a podcast with local business owners and uh, knowing Dustin and Jordan pretty well and owning some local 636 merch and owning some other public art merch. Uh, by the way, public art does the, the beer can designs for third wheel brewing. Um, they do a ton of stuff, just great design work. And they do, they do stuff nationally, but that's definitely something that you would know if you look at the cans for, uh, for third wheel. I believe they do Good News' cans as well. If they don't, I'm sorry, but they definitely do third wheels cans. Um, so you can kind of get an idea of their, of their design work there. Um, so I, you know, I have this idea for the podcast. I know that I want to talk about St. Charles because I love St. Charles. I bleed St. Charles. I knew I wanted to talk about business owners and interesting people in St. Charles. And if you know me at all, you know that I don't like to do stuff alone. And it's not that I don't like to do it alone. It's that I'd rather do it with other people. You know, there's that old saying of, uh, if you want to go far, go alone. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Uh, I do like going fast. Uh, I like going far as well. Uh, and, but just working together with people has just always been more up my alley. It's, it's, it's just more fun. You know, it, the business that I own, the farmer's agency that I own, um, while I do have employees, it's... Um, you know, it's not the same as being on a team or like if you work at a place, you have coworkers and that, you know, I, I don't have that. And um, so working with people on stuff is kind of my way to, to fill that or to scratch that itch to build that community. So that'll actually come into play later as well. But uh, all that to say is that I approached Dustin and Jordan and said, hey, I've got this idea for a podcast. It's I want to talk to people interesting people, interesting business owners in St. Charles and tell their story. You've got this brand called Local 636. You've got this because you love St. Charles also. You've got a website. You've got a cool logo, cool colors, cool branding, an Instagram, all this stuff. Let's marry these two ideas and let's do a Local 636 podcast. Well, it turns out they wanted to do a podcast anyway. Just, you know, one of those things didn't have the time 
energy. I guess they had the resources, but it was just another thing and um, something that they wanted to do. And so it was kind of crazy how it all came together, you know? And so we agreed to, to, to do this and to do this local 636 podcast. And uh, that was, I guess, about six months ago. And so when you see that local 636, that's where the branding is from. And that's where, you know, they, they did all that. And, uh, you know, it was easy for me to, to just jump in and, and do the podcast and, and let them kind of handle that stuff because that's what I like to do. So they, they do the production. Um, so if this sounds bad or if it's too loud or too soft, that's their fault. No, but, uh, they, they do all the production and, and do all that stuff. So, uh, match made in heaven, honestly, it made sense. Our ideals lined up. Um, and that's what it was. So, you know, start doing the podcast, start interviewing people. Uh, it actually took me a, <laughs> took me a while, took me a while to get the podcast out. Um, the first one, if you remember, was with my daughter, Cadence, who, who owns and operates, um, CNC candle factory. Um, I, she was more eager to me. She was more eager than me to do it, uh, more excited. Um, you know, even though I went to school for broadcast journalism and, and have talked on a microphone thousands of times, um, there's something weird about just talking and, and putting it out there um, for people to react to, like, dislike, judge, whatever. Um, even, you know, I talked to my counselor about it, and uh, he's like, you know, just just do it. The, the doing it is the is the creative part, right? The doing it, the the just putting it out there, just the process. That's the win. It's not the destination. It's the it's the journey. It's the sitting down with people. It's the interviewing. It's it's editing it. It's doing all this stuff. It's going through that process. That's what you're looking for. And of course, he's dead on. And that's you know, it's it's easy to look back now, and uh, you know, I've been able to give that same advice to people, which you know, I'm like, look. I didn't want to even put my own podcast out and, uh, and look at where we're at now. So, um, so that's, you know, just, just a little side advice there, but, uh, his point was just to do it. And so I started doing it and, you know, wouldn't you know, it starts, starts picking up traction, um, start getting people, you know, lined up and doing the podcast. And, uh, it's real cool. It's something that when I put it out, it, it makes me feel real good to hear that hear that production and, and see the logo and just the whole package. I love it. I'm a guy that listens to podcasts. So, um, you know, maybe you're not super excited about it, but as someone who likes podcasts and listens to podcasts, it was pretty neat to, to have that. Um, so fast forward, you know, a couple episodes in, um, I get this opportunity and I guess that this is a, this is a whole story too, but I get this opportunity to promote this concert. Okay. The band is Emery. If you've listened to the podcast at least once, you've heard me talk about them. Um, Emery, I won't go into the whole boring stuff. Emery's one of my favorite bands, okay? They're an early 2000s, post-hardcore, I'm going to say a dirty word here, screamo band. Um, they came out of the kind of the Christian post-hardcore scene. They're, they're not really a Christian band, but they were on like a Christian-ish label. And there's that's a whole other podcast episode. But they're, they're a completely mainstream band. Uh, they are just Christians in a band, but um, they're a mainstream band. They're a warp tour type band. They would they would play warp tour. They're not really a radio band. They're a little too aggressive, a little too heavy. Um, but just a band I fell in love with from the the first time I heard them, literally, and have been a huge fan ever since. I have a, a tattoo uh, of an Emery song, uh, their their lyrics and everything. And I, I'm okay. I'm vamping now about Emery. I said I wasn't going to do that. I, I love Emery. Let's just say that, okay. <laughs> Um, if one of my best friends hadn't named his kid Emery, 
before we had our first child, I probably would have named my child Emery. I think it's a cool name and all this stuff. Anyway, I actually have had uh, an opportunity to meet with some of the band members way before this, way before this podcast and concert. Um, They're kind of at a stage now in their career where they do smaller tours, uh, less time, so they're not on the road. They're They're all married and have families, and you know they go out on the road for a week at a time. They're playing smaller venues, and sometimes they even play house shows. And that's how I actually got to know some of the band was I hosted them uh, at one of my, uh, one of my, at my old house, um, one of my old houses. I hosted them at my old house and, um, you know, it's like 20 people there and they get there early. And so you get a chance to hang out and, and really know them. And, you know, it's not like we're friends. We don't keep in touch. We don't text. But when they come through St. Louis, um, we, we find time to say hi. Uh, and I've actually gotten to host them a couple times. I've hosted... Um, another band that they're friends with, uh, in, in my new home. Um, and so just have always, always had a good kind of working relationship with them. Um, so they, they put it out a few months ago. I want to say maybe back in September, October that they were coming to St. Louis. They're looking for somewhere to play. Uh, did I, did I have anything? And so, you know, I'm already, I'm already into the podcast at that point and just the way, I just think big on stuff and that's, it's good sometimes and it's really bad sometimes because some stuff should just be simple, right? Some stuff should just be me and my wife going out for dinner or a happy hour or me and, you know, but I'm always like, let's, let's get this person and let's do this person. We can do this and this and this. And, um, like I said, it, it's a good thing. A lot of times, sometimes it's not a great thing, but that's just how my brain works. I, again, going back to that working together, I like to collaborate. I like to see kind of what we can build and what we can put together and so I had this crazy idea that local 636 or the local 636 podcast could throw this show. Um, I went to the nicest human in the world, Mark Hollander. I'm sorry if I've told anyone else that you're the nicest human. Uh, I guess you find out now that you're not, I was lying, you're second best. All of you are tied for second to Mark Hollander, um, who, who owns and operates uh, La Belle Vie in Frenchtown. And I came to him and I'm like, hey, I got a crazy idea. Um, can I throw a concert here? And he just smiled and went, yeah, <laughs> which was amazing. Um, I, I want to say I hosted them at Driftwood Music um, a few years back, two, three or four years back, um, and that was awesome. And Pete Buncher at Driftwood was, was great. Um, that is a music shop. That's a guitar shop. And so, you know, probably maybe a little bit easier to say yes. Maybe it made some more sense. Um, I don't know. Pete's awesome, too. I, you know, tied, again, tied for second after Mark. Um, and that was a great show. And so, um, you know, Mark just immediately said yes and didn't really ask a whole lot of questions, just said yes. And I was like, okay, let me go back with them and pitch this and, and here's what we can do. So, um, went back and pitched to the Emory guys. They were like, sounds awesome. You know, part of that promoting the concert, uh, got, uh, got me Devin Shelton as a guest on the, on the podcast. Go back and listen to that one just for reference. He's one of the lead singers. There's, they have two singers. Yes, that's a thing in post-hardcore and screamo bands. But he's one of the, he's one of the singers. Uh, you know, so got to have him on my podcast. Got the guys at Public Art to make this sick design. Just to, And you've seen it because I've posted all over. And if you haven't, just, just go back and look. It's that Emery poster with the, I don't know if it's a Kraken or some sort of sea monster on there. But just a cool-looking cool looking poster. Um, so... We were able to promote the show and we were able to have a, a super successful show. We had 
Public Art come in live print t-shirts. Uh, they were able to design a couple unique t-shirts for Emory, which was a highlight for them uh, because uh, Dustin and Jordan are also fans of the band. Uh, probably not as big as me, but uh, they're, they're fans of the band. And so for them to get to produce a, a, you know, a poster and a shirt for this national band that they love was, was a cool thing. And it was a, just a cool experience for everyone. Um, it was a great show. Just, just super proud to, to be able to have, you know, my name, my brand associated with them, uh, on the tour poster. Uh, you know, it, it was a great night. Um, shortly after that, um, I started thinking, this is just another weird thing. Um, kind of like when I approached public art guys about the podcast, I started thinking, man, I think this brand could be more. I think this local 636 brand could be more than a podcast, more than a t-shirt. I think we could do some stuff with this. I wonder if, I wonder how that would work, how that would look if I took the brand over, if it was my brand. I didn't really know. Again, sometimes I just get these ideas and they're not fully formed and I just say them and uh, you know, again, I start thinking big and, uh, so, <laughs> I mean, I, I promise you three days after I had that thought, uh, Dustin and Jordan approached me and they said, Hey, we were thinking like, what would it look like for you to buy this brand for you to take over this brand from us? And it was just like, are you kidding me? Like, I just had this thought the other night was talking to Leah about it. Um, and so, we talked, you know, obviously I was, I was open and interested and, um, uh, you know, it's not that they don't, they didn't like the brand or love the brand, but they, they have, you know, they have their focus. Um, I, I think they saw, I think even if you ask them not tooting my own horn, I think they saw that I was pretty passionate about doing this, uh, pretty passionate about St. Charles and uh, passionate about seeing this, this vision of, of local 636 through. And so on December 27th, uh, we came to an agreement for me to purchase the local 636 brand. So uh, insert applause here. I know this is not a highly produced podcast, but this is where we have like applause inserted. Um, so again, me liking to work together, wanting to go far, wanting to work with people. Um, brought in two of my good friends, uh, Chris Kyle, who is a neighbor, uh, has been a teacher. We went to Lindenwood. Uh, he's been a teacher in the Winsville School District for 20 years. He's been a wrestling coach for 20 years. Uh, he's actually a, a city council person for St. Charles Ward 1 right now. Uh, was going to ask him to, hey, I've got this idea. Let's pool our, our resources, ideas, and make this happen. Uh, and then Stacy Fernandez, who runs Promotions Pronto. Kind of funny side story there. Stacy and Chris are like second or third cousins. Um, I've known them separately each for like, well, I've known Chris for a little bit longer, but I've known them separately for forever. Um, and I just found out they were like second cousins, third cousins, whatever, a couple years ago. So just kind of a funny, funny fact there. But, um, I called Stacy because, well, and I'll lay out the vision for you here, but I called Stacy to get prices on, you know, printing and merch. Cause I've, I've got this vision that I'll lay out, but it, it involved, you know, it involved t-shirts and, and doing some other stuff. And, called Stacy to ask her to get her some prices. She runs Promotions Pronto, which is a promotional products business. So she works with, you know, small businesses or whoever to get them their pens or logo t-shirts or whatever, whatever they are. Um, not to love Promotions Pronto, Stacy, but yeah. Um, 
was kind of getting prices from her and, and she kept asking me like, well, what are you doing? And like, well, what's your idea for this? Well, what are you gonna do for this? And I'm like, look, I just want prices. Just, <laughs> just tell me what this cost. And she's like, uh, you know, so, so we have a pleasant conversation. That's about a, a two hour phone conversation. Uh, somewhere in the middle of it, she goes, well, were you gonna, were you gonna ask me to, to partner with you? And I kind of, you know, had a confused look, looked at my phone. I was like, well, no, I mean, that's not, not why I called you. Not at all. Uh, and she's like, oh, she's like, I'm in, I'm in if you want me to be in. And I was like, it, it just kind of hit me then. And like, I even get a little, not emotional, but I even get, I get the feels when I, when I tell that story and I, and I'm going to keep telling that story. She's probably sick of it, but just the idea of like sharing your vision sharing your idea with someone and them like immediately going like, Oh yeah, I'm on board. Like, tell me, tell me what we do to make this happen. Uh, it was, you know, not only validating, uh, but it just felt good. Like it just felt good. Like, Oh, this is a good idea, right? Like we can, we can really do this. And so, um, so Chris and Stacy are, you know, our, our business partners with me in this venture. Uh, and we are, Local 636, you are Local 636. So let me lay out the vision for you for what Local 636 is. This thing started as a podcast. Uh, it started as a, as a brand created by Public Art. Um, Local 636 is the St. Charles brand. What does that mean? Well, it means a lot. Um, there's part of that that's pretty vague for a reason. But uh, from a focus standpoint, uh, we want to brand St. Charles. We want to make apparel and products that people are proud to wear that rep their city, right? And that's not just St. Charles, that's St. Peter's, that's O'Fallon, that's Cottleville, that's Lake St. Louis, that's Wentzville, that's Defiance, Augusta. Uh, if I'm leaving one out, I can't, I always forget about Forestall. I'm sorry, I love you. If you're in St. Charles County, I love it, but I can't, I, I should have probably researched that. Um, it's a St. Charles thing, right? It's, we're, we're branding St. Charles. We're gonna make stuff that people are proud to wear that rep where they live. There's not much out there that does that right now. There are a few stores on like Main Street in downtown St. Charles that have some St. Charles gear. I'm not saying anything bad about that. There's just not a consistent brand for St. Charles. That's what Local 636 is. How are we gonna do that? Well, there's a couple ways we're gonna do that. Um, we're gonna co-brand some shirts with some small businesses, okay? And I won't go into the details of, of like the packages and pricing and stuff like that. We, we have shirts in a couple places, um, Coarse Coffee, Red Barbershop, um, Sweet Poppins, which is a popcorn shop. And then we have some apparel in Cozy, which is a boutique shop on Main. Okay, so what we do is we co-brand shirts with these businesses. Now, Cozy's a little bit different because they are an actual retail store, but Coarse Coffee, Red Barbershop, and then the popcorn shop. What we do is these business owners are great at running their business. They love their business. They don't necessarily have the time or not skill, but like they don't want to design t-shirts and, and order t-shirts and print t-shirts and keep them in stock and order and like, we're going to do that, right? We're going to co-brand some t-shirts with them. We're going to continue to work with public art company on the design of those t-shirts uh, because they do just phenomenal work. Um, and we're going to brand it with our logo on the back and we're going to get these business owners some shirts that they can sell. Okay. We're going to get them shirts that they can sell and, and make money, have another revenue stream uh, with some co-branded t-shirts and it's, it's already working. It's they're already in these shops and it's already fantastic. We'll have a, a video, an Instagram reel or, or something like that coming soon 
uh, about that. But that's, that's kind of one, one side of the business. The other side is that St. Charles gear. Uh, again, there's a couple places on Main Street that have, you know, St. Charles branded shirts, but um, we're going to take that and we're going to make stuff uh, that's, you know, that's our vision that, that what we think St. Charles should be repped as. Um, we're going to start out with a few shirts. We're going to make a shirt for every city. If you live in Lake St. Louis, you'll be able to buy a Lake St. Louis shirt. You're going to want to wear it. It's going to be a cool shirt. You're going to be proud to wear that shirt. Uh, if you live in O'Fallon, same thing. Wentzville, same thing. Uh, Cottleville, same thing. We're going to make shirts for every city that you're going to be proud to wear. The podcast is part of that, right? So the podcast is kind of going to feed these other two arms and it's going to be the, it's going to be the soundtrack is the wrong word, but it's going to be the, the resource and where you find out information on where these shirts are. Obviously we have, um, the website. I hope, hopefully you're, uh, in the local 636 Facebook group and following us on Instagram, because that's where all these updates and all these releases are going to come out through there. We're going to do it through events. Uh, we're able to live print shirts through hiring public art to do that. If you've never seen or been to an event where they're live printing shirts, it's pretty cool. Uh, literally like live screen printing shirts. It's a, it's a whole deal. Uh, if you're a business owner, that's going to be part of part of that co-branding package that we're going to offer where we come out. We're going to make a scene at your shop. We're going to get people there. We're going to get people excited about wearing your merch and repping your brand and, and repping our brand and um, repping St. Charles. I've got big, big vision for this stuff. It can be so much more. And, and like I said, that's it's vague for a reason because uh, it's not just apparel. If there's something cool that we want to put the local 636 brand on, that fits. That's what we're going to do. Um, we've got some co-branded stuff coming out soon. I'm not exactly sure what day this podcast is going to come out, and I'm not exactly sure when those co-branded things are going to come out, but they are coming out, and you will know about them, and you'll hear about them on this podcast through our social media, social media channels, uh, etc. We're going to have a 636 day. St. Louis has a 314 day on March 14th. We're going to have a 636 day on June 36th. Mark your calendars. Okay, I know there's not a June 36th, but on June 3rd, we're going to get a bunch of a uh, bunch of shops, a bunch of St. Charles businesses to do like a $6 deal. So it's on 63, they're going to have a 6 a $6 deal or a $6 offer. There's going to be something with a 6 in there, okay? I'm not too worried about what that is. But we're going to have a 636 day. Why not? Uh, this will be the first year for it, and it's going to continue to grow and get better, and we'll continue to do cool things with it, right? Um, I'd love to have a festival. You know anything about me? You know I love music. We've talked to you about the concert that we promoted already. I would love to have a local 636 fest. So really, the, the, when I say it's a local brand, it's a local brand. We are the brand for St. Charles. We're going to make a scene here in St. Charles. And I'm glad you're along for the ride. So stay tuned. Uh, again, subscribe to this podcast, please follow us on Insta, join that local 636 Facebook group. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming and we are going to make a scene.